0: If I'm like in the middle of a project and I have to go somewhere, I'll just bounce out all the stems in advance just to like anticipate somebody reaching out to me. I'll bounce all the stems out that I would need. So if they ask me for an edit, I can drag those stems from you know box.com or something, drag them into Beatmaker 3 on the iPad and then do whatever I need to do with those stems. Yo, what's good? This is Clint, your host on the Music is My Business podcast. The podcast where you can gain insight and learn proven strategies to build and monetize your music career. If you want your questions answered live, join me on YouTube at Clint Music on Wednesdays and let's chop it up. Now let's dig into this week's episode. Yo, 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 what's up people? We're back for another episode of the Music is My Business podcast. Super excited to be back, man. Waves. Still can't be trusted. That you already know that's that's what we about to talk about is is waves man so i don't know if you don't know what's going on with waves which i feel like everyone does by now if you don't know waves announced over like over the weekend that they were they were switching to just subscription only model like just boom out of nowhere here you go subscription only if you have perpetual licenses that's cool you can keep them but when it comes time for you to actually upgrade like if you're you're using you know a mac os and it's time for you to upgrade and those old version of waves plugins don't work you are now forced into waves subscription model so that's basically that's what they announced you know this past week meaning like if you're like a og waves user like user, and say you've bought, you know, one of the bundles, which is like thousands of dollars, like that's just you, you still are forced to go in subscription. So you could have paid a couple thousand for a bundle back in the day. And then, boom, say an update happens and you like have to switch and update plugins like you will be paying in perpetuity every month waves. So it created an uproar, uproar the entire community spoke out about it and today they actually made an announcement that they're pretty much falling back on that whole idea they're bringing perpetual licenses back in addition to the subscription which is cool i still think they need to get rid of that trash waves update plan thing though because still like it's a way to get more money down the road again especially if you're using a mac because like Y'all know Apple and these updates, man. They release like they release like seven, seven to ten OS updates a year. I'm like major ones. Like it's a new mountain every every other month. It's crazy. But um, <laughs> so you know, I I don't like to update much. But there's some times where it's like, okay, I have to update because some other app I use isn't working right, or something's messed up with the continuity and it screws up my workflow. So it's like, all right, now's the time to do it. So if you're in a situation like that, um, you know, it can be it can be really frustrating. So, um, so they decided to bring the perpetual licenses back. Um, and yeah, now people don't trust them. They've broken, they've lost trust in in a and a lot of users and customers, and now that I mean, that's just the price they're going to have to pay for making that decision initially without considering all of their customers not just like the new ones that they want to attract with the subscription model um but also the ones that that's been around for excuse me that's been around for years and that has invested invested you know hundreds and thousands of dollars into their their plugins um so that's what's been going on man um it's been crazy it's been it's been crazy uh so yeah um they sent that apology email listen man they was they was feeling that heat they was feeling the heat um I mean they were they were getting emails they were getting man they were getting everything um so and, and then social media alone and it was crazy because like you like you'll do a search on on YouTube to get updated on the information and then you see their ads Like right above the videos pretty much saying like yo this model is trash and then you see the ads at the top uh about for their their subscription plan it was it was kind of crazy um so yeah it's been it's been crazy man so now you know i mean that's what happens you you've lost some trust so some people are just like i'm still jumping ship um or gradually kind of phasing out and then some people are like, it's all good. Like, I'm gonna still rock with them anyway. I got a bunch of old sessions and I'm not about to like switch, you know, plugins for all that stuff. So it's like I get I get both sides 100 um, percent. So my thing is, you know, at least give us options. And now we have options. I would just really like for them to come up with something different. Um, I don't know what it would look like, but just something other, th- other than that, that waves update plan. Um <clears throat> because it just, you know, it sucks. Like I, I updated to a Mac Studio and uh when was that? Like the end of last year. And because of the software that comes on the Mac Studio, um, I had to update certain wave plugins. So even though I've already paid for these plugins, I had to pay like an additional three four hundred dollars um just to be able to continue to use them. Um so that's why I always wait, like I don't do updates and upgrades. When I'm in the middle of like tv film projects and stuff like that or mixing projects because you just never know like what you're gonna run into and it 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 can be a no you already know like um so yeah Lamar says I saw the update on the wave situation earlier today yes indeed UAD better never try this um it is yeah um I agree on, on eliminate the waves update yeah man it's just it's crazy like and and it's like I don't know, like the price of it. It's just, it's outrageous. Like, why is it so much? I already paid for the plugin, um, so I don't know. I think you know. I don't know. Do something. Do something. Something different. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, DJ Ducky Duck with the question: Should I put my music out under an LLC with sync licensing? Should they all be registered with BMI or ASCAP? Um, yeah so no like your your music that you put out can it doesn't have to be under an llc it can be like under your just your artist name writer name um that's registered with bmi or ascap um depending on who you're signing the music to is going to depend on uh, the whole ascap bmi thing you know it, with the libraries that i usually work with yes all the stuff will eventually get registered with bmi or ascap um and usually that's done through the music library on your behalf but there are some out there i was just talking to a, a student earlier this week there's there's some out there where they don't register tracks with the pro um just because of how their business model is set up and you know the fact that they're providing music to a lot of these content creators that you know still want to monetize and things like that from their like youtube videos and stuff um so there's you know companies like epidemic sound like their model um and there's like there's there's another reason somebody told me they excuse me that they have to do it like that I forget what it was but yeah it's like it's it's crazy because you have to think too just like outside of the U.S. and the laws of the U.S. there there are other countries um where there's just certain things in place that affect what you can and cannot do um with you know copyrighted material and um, all that stuff so yeah um <clears throat> garvey says apple apple updates suck i literally have years of software on standby in a folder because it was more convenient to gravitate to a few new plugins um analog era simplicity was dope i feel you a lot of people were just talking about just yo i'm about to just go back analog like, a lot of people were saying that um like i think for me personally i think I think some analog would be cool, um, but I like. I, I also like to be mobile. Like, and it, it's just it's easier for me to use like a lot of the the software stuff, um, because like you know if I if I gotta make something on the go like I'm not gonna like I am not about to pack up a bunch of hardware. I'm sorry. Like I'm not about, <laughs> I'm not about to be traveling through the airport with you know all this heavy gear and then you risk the gear getting messed up or it's like the only time I can work and run stuff through my setup would be like when I'm at home and it's just like ah you know there's there's a trade-off there's pros and cons to both um definitely a lot of pros though to you know to the analog stuff so um yeah epidemic like you can't even you can't even be registered with a pro. Like I asked him, I was like, yo, so I work in sync. You know, I work with a bunch of different publishers. I have to, I'm like, I'm registered with a pro. Like I have to be like, that's, it's just, that's the only way it's going to work for me. Um, And they were like, yeah, like you can't, can't, can't send this music, can't work with this. Um, Like you just cannot be with a pro at all. So I was like, so you mean to tell me like, even if I send you a batch of tracks and just don't register them, and they was just like nope can't do it I was like wow so it's it's one of those situations where it's like yo either either you're just gonna go all in with Epidemic Sound or miss out on like more back-end royalty opportunities um from sync and I don't know if they like give their I don't know how the whole setup is because obviously I don't work with Epidemic Sounds but I don't know if you get you know some type of royalties on the back end from people using your music or if there's just that that one-time you know upfront fee to make the music I'm not sure how that works it would be interesting if anybody on on here uh, you know has any experience definitely chime in um, but it's interesting <clears throat> should I make an artwork for the album? I'm sending to a music library Uh, you don't have to it's not it's not mandatory like if you're an artist right and you're like making a legit album then you know of course have an album cover um but you know it's not not necessary to get your music placed like I mean again like everything I've gotten placed over my career has never had like I mean my first one had in, in in uh uh artwork but I don't even think I don't even think I released that until I got the placement so it, it's not necessary for you to do what you need to do. Um shout out from South Africa. What's up uh Fazil Thela? I don't really know way but they don't oh oh yeah you're talking about epidemic. Uh what's up dub V beats? Y'all better start relearning stock plugins. Listen man like for real like <laughs> stock plugins are better than people give them credit for it you know i mean not like in 2023 you know uh, as is you're it's, it's not gonna be bad like it's not gonna be the worst thing like i remember back in the day like pro tools le those stock plugins in my opinion complete garbage um some of them i still don't like their compressor man i used to have to put like two three compressors just for that joint to sound like it was being compressed that thing was weak um, but now you know they they they've gotten better. Um, w- across these different DAWs, like Logic, I, I love Logic stock plugins. Like my first placement, I was stock plugins for the most part. Like, um, I think I might have had some on, I might have had some third party um, joints on, like the mastering, the master track or whatever. But, um. Yeah, you can you can get the job done. You know, learn what those joints do before you start spending a bunch of money and on subscription fees and plugins and stuff like that. <clears throat> um, when you're on the road, what music gear do you take with you? Shoot, my iPad, um, iPad. I have some um, some IK multimedia. Um, those little micro monitors. Um, those things they they're they're nice they're like those little for whatever reason man they the way they engineered those they sound pretty good and they got a little knock to them as well like to not have a sub um you can get a pretty decent mix on those um so i'll take those with me um pair of headphones and then uh i don't know where it is but i have a little uh my air key x key air um midi controller i'll take that with me and um and that's pretty it and then on, on the on my ipad i have um ik ik multimedia's um like their plugins like their what do they call it mixbox um so i have that installed on there so they they have some some solid plugins um, so i'll use that and you know if most cases you know it may be like just to have it just in case someone hit me up and they need to edit and I may not even need to pull up plugins you know what I mean so if I'm like in the middle of a project and I have to go somewhere I'll just bounce out all the stems in advance just to like anticipate somebody reaching out to me um, I'll, I'll take bounce all the stems out that I would need um so if they ask me for an edit I can drag those stems from you know box.com or something drag them into Beatmaker 3 on the iPad and then do whatever I need to do um, with those stems. And then, you know, I'll have like a unmastered and a mastered version so that, you know, I can I can do whatever. If they're mastered, you know, I, I don't have to put any other plugins on there. I just, you know, drag them in there, make the edits, bounce it back out and then I'm, I'm good to go. So, yeah, <clears throat> and that's pretty much it. Headphones. Did I mention headphones? I'll have some headphones with me and that's it um so yeah um quickbooks been advertising hard after we talked about financial statements tracking (laughs) quickbooks picked up on it they was like let's get them now advertise that's crazy um it's tax season though like this is when quickbooks get in the bag because everybody trying to get taxes done or trying to figure stuff out last minute dang it i still need to do mine man i'm doing it i'm what's today today's wednesday I'm about to i'm about to get my stuff together and send over uh to 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 the people so they can they can get me right um but yeah i'm gonna do that shoot this week was supposed to be a, a priority it's gonna be done by next week because when's the deadline april 15th yeah i gotta get on that next week it, it's gonna be done um do you let your playlist grow or do you remove some tracks after it gets to a certain number um what what playlist um I'm talking about the one on spotify i think i have a playlist on spotify i really need to tend to it like i've been so busy with just other stuff um but sometimes i'll swap some tracks out and um you know add some stuff i dig my ableton stock plugins yeah i, I heard ableton has some good ones um, cubase yep is it a good idea to have music you've gotten place accessible for people to check out um i think so i'm i'm working on that playlist for you all i haven't forgotten about you last week i said i was going to create like a playlist so people can listen to stuff that has gotten placed um that i've produced personally just to have a frame of reference for some stuff so i'm gonna put that together um but yeah like I, i think it's cool to be able to showcase your work um and uh you know let people hear what you can do. Broderick, what's good? Being here, I realize I'm such a beginner. Hey man, it's all good. You gotta, you gotta be a beginner to to not be a beginner. <laughs> we all start somewhere, man. Um, the most important thing is that you started. So shoot, some people don't start cause they scared to suck. So shout out to you for being brave, man. Um, that's pretty, IT is a new Clint word. That's pretty, that's pretty it. I think it's a typo LW. It must be a typo. Shout out to LW in the building. Um, what's your thoughts on Giant Disney having to lay off seven seven thousand? Yo, I it's a financial move. That's I, that's it, it all boils down to that. Um, <clears throat> it's a financial move. When I work with when I worked for IBM, they used to do the same thing it was like a cyclical thing like um oh shoot I almost messed up my mouse. like IBM every so often they would just go through a period and just lay off what they say random random people and they would just <clears throat> yeah they would just lay off a bunch of people and then you, you'll hit up one of your guys and you'd be like oh yeah like yep got cut oh didn't know that um so yeah I got shoot I got laid off like I was like i was in the middle of training this is when i worked in IT. i was in the middle of training and learning a new system i was about to go to colorado to um to take the the in-person class because like usually how they have it set up for like the big um like the the bigger systems like uh you know system p and z and all that stuff uh which is these are like huge servers for anyone that doesn't know um you take like there's a virtual portion of it and then there's like you actually go to the lab out in boulder or where sometimes it could be north carolina just depending on what what the system is but um you go you take a lab then you you go and you actually kind of get hands on a little bit um and take a personal class um but yeah i was in the middle of that getting ready to go out there and it was crazy because they just get i just got a bonus so like my boss hit me up, uh, my super or manager, whatever supervisor, um, whatever you want to call, I forget what his official title was. But he hit me up. I was like, yeah, you know, you're getting a bonus. Okay, bet. Um, about a, two days later, he hit me up. Uh, How's it going? Um, just wanted to let you know I just got you know passed down some information, and unfortunately, you got such and such amount of days i was like oh bet that's what's up just got a bonus and also got laid off in the same week that's nice um so it happens man luckily you know i was in a position where it was you know it didn't it didn't affect me and ibm gives you a nice severance package so it's like you know you take it take advantage of it. it's like okay bet like i'm I'm not stressing um so it happens man You know, these companies, they they try and figure out how they can cut budgets. Um, And you know, that's what they do. But 7,000 people is a lot of people. If you're a producer and you've been pitching your music for TV and film and the music libraries and supervisors just keep telling you no, but you know your production is fire, it's probably because your structure is off. The structure is everything and it gives the editors everything they need to be able to place your music and give them the flexibility to place it where they wanna place it and how they wanna place it. So I've created the How to Structure Instrumentals for TV and Film video course, where you're gonna learn how to structure music for higher TV placement potential, how to produce music with effective standards slash button endings and how to produce engaging music that builds and keeps the listener interested. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Just use a structure that already works. I'll show you how to do it. Go to clintproductions.com slash shop. Again, that's clintproductions.com slash shop to get the how to structure instrumentals for TV and film and use the discount code podcast 20 so you can take 20% off that joint. Again, it's clintproductions.com slash shop. Grab that course and let it help you today beatmaker 3 an easy learning curve to add to Merble workflow um i think it depends like i'm not a hundred percent like i haven't used it in a minute but it wasn't too hard it was it's a bit of a curve though coming from logic it's a bit of a curve like it's easier to hop in garage band on ipad from logic than beatmaker 3 on logic however beatmaker 3 has way more tools and capabilities than GarageBand. So it's like for some things BeatMaker 3 is going to be you know the the best um the best option <clears throat> for like some professional production stuff. So November James was good. Um got to be beginning to be a winner. That's a that's a fact. <clears throat> Um no wanted to say that's pretty much it, but said that's pretty it. Oh <laughs> got you. <laughs> I currently work in IT. Shout out to, to shout out to the IT people. You know what I noticed? A lot of people, a lot of producers have IT backgrounds or, or at least an IT mind. It's the most interesting thing ever. Um so shout out to everybody who works in IT and produce music. It just it makes sense for us, I guess um patty P's in the building Juan, i see you um do you have a video that showcases which equipment software camera iphone you're using to stream um i have i have an old video it's time for a new video it's time for a new studio tour video i don't but i have a link to my gear if you want to you know just see all the gear i use i have it listed out um in the description just go to my gear list, and then you can you can see it. But that's something I I have to put together or something and do another um, one of those because I think it's been like what a year, couple years since I did a like a little studio tour video. So yeah, I have to do that. Um, I built my desktop PC. That's dope, um, man. Isomatic works in IT. I'm headed in cyber cybersecurity pen testing. That's dope um yeah man yo f- shout out to uh dariano for for using the pc i feel like it went like as a pc user going back to like this whole plug-in talk like you have like the least amount of issues because windows just does not they don't update nearly as often as apple does like i don't know what's wrong with apple like like why like why do you feel like you have to come out with something new every three months every three weeks it seems like um but windows plugins and software is probably like the most stable stuff because it just they're not changing a lot you know apple's just been on this crazy kick and it's like you know it's a you know i have a love-hate relationship with apple um LW says, no, not me. You said pretty it. Don't credit. Oh, I said pretty it. Don't credit me <laughs> with your weird words. Pretty it. Sometimes you just like you don't need the words. It's like we don't need much. Let's just skip it and just say pretty it. Just get straight to the point. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we'll add that to the uh to the uh the live stream dictionary um look at this look all the flares is it full-time that's crazy flares is an it and a a trailer genius what's up raymond that's dope um i thought i posted disney info because it speaks to the times we're in like an economic flop man shoot they yeah man i mean um I mean I'm sure I'm I know for a fact they took a huge hit with you know just the the whole 2020 thing but things went up though once things opened up but yeah man I'm not sure what the you know the reason why I have to look into it um uh, what program would you recommend for brass instruments I have Omnisphere but I'm kind of lost when it comes to adding extra instruments um I like native instruments brass um I've used some spitfire brass um depending on like what you're what you're doing um like the you know the style of music but um you know because spitfire i like to like if i'm doing like some some hip-hop joints for sports or something i like to add some some distortion and some like um maybe maybe some some type of analog warmth or something to to the brass from spitfire Even, to both i do it to both spitfire and native instruments to just make it a little more gritty um but either one of those you know i think you i think you'll be good but native instruments like their their brass uh library like the what is it you don't want brass essentials or whatever um that'll that'll get you right <clears throat> so yeah Um, flares is in it that's it i'm going into that's the key that's the key to producing the kind of music that flares produce you have to first have a career in it that's how this works um do you have a schedule to create music even when not working on some specific uh, project what do you recommend on a daily basis um yeah so i i'm getting back to a schedule like usually always at the beginning of the year things are like off, like I'm not on like a solid schedule. Um, like first quarter, now we're kind of going, are we in second quarter yet? We're kind of going in the second quarter. So first quarter, uh, it's always like a bunch of meetings and like just a bunch of craziness going on. So, you know, I'm not like on a strict schedule um, creatively. It's more so priority ri- wise, like what's what's a priority? Like, like that's what I'm working on, these, these few things today. Um, but then once things like settle down, um and uh, you know things are a little bit more predictable um yeah i'll have like certain days that are just set aside to create music um and work on projects but then that that can shift too because you know you all know like in tv and film deadlines could be like same day next day and you may have to like shift some things around depending on what what the deadline is um so you know it's like yes i'll have like a, a a certain you know and i have to redo it because at first it was like uh what was it tuesday wednesday thursday i think uh, would just be creative days or was it or was it monday through wednesday something like that but there would be three days where it was just dedicated to music um other two days would be you know just like business admin stuff content creation um and, and things like that but <clears throat> yeah I think you have to figure out what, I guess what works best for you, what workflow works for you. Cause there's different ways you can split it up. You could do it by day, um, or you could do it like one day, you create the ideas, the second day you structure out the ideas, third day you mix them and finish them up, or you could just, you know, take the three days and then start and finish however many you can. Um, So it's up to you and and how you wanna do it, how much time you have. but yeah, that's usually how I do it. Like I'll have like a few days is just dedicated to, to create music and I'll just kind of go from there. Um, or you could do it, depending on how much time, you could do it to where you just block certain hours of your day for certain things. So you could do that as well. Um, and that honestly, man, that's kind of what I've been doing the past few months has just been like, you know, first, first hour or so in the morning or a couple hours is just like, um, reading, learning, getting some information, whether it's an audio book or physical book or whatever. Um, and then I'll go into, uh, content creation, getting that ready. Um, a lot of times that's on Monday and I'll just knock out like, you know, content for the week, but that's been kind of changing. Cause we've been kind of we've been kind of restructuring how we do content and sh- and share it and stuff like that and and get it all ready for to post and schedule it out. So, um yeah, so that'll probably change um <clears throat> and then from there, you know, just kind of making adjustments and being flexible. So, um what do you think about trailerized covers? Are they hard to get synced? That's funny like we're literally trying to Uh, we just my guy the fingers just pitched a trailerized cover that um that was covered by india which like she did she did her thing it's on my instagram page um well if you want to see the trailerized version go to the fingers d-a-f-i-n-g-a-z go to his page he has the trailerized version on there but we're gonna see if we can get that in the hands of somebody and and get that pitched and placed or whatever so we'll see what happens um but yeah but like those are one of the things where it's like i don't work on it unless it's requested in this situation the fingers like a publisher he was working with actually requested like trailerized covers so like that's like the only situation where i would like take the time to create something like that um because number one you know they, they already know like it's a cover, so they're prepared to go through the process of getting it cleared and, and all that stuff. Um, otherwise, you don't know, like you're just kind of just hoping um, and you still kind of hope because you don't really know how that's going to work out um, until it works out. But, um, yeah, I, I don't, you know, unless unless a publisher is like ex- explicitly asking me for covers, um, I don't do them Um, because I don't like you know I want to make sure it's something that can actually be used and I'm not just you know wasting time pretty much but there is you know there is need for for covers occasionally um I I would rather Apple updates because a lot of bugs are out there and windows sometimes runs slow that's true I don't I I person I don't like I, I don't like the windows experience um you know it's just man dude especially and it it may be because i'm locked into this whole apple ecosystem i mean i got an iphone an ipad and a mac studio like it's just apples everywhere like my wife has a um what do you call it an imac an iphone an ipad so we just got a bunch of apple stuff so it's just you know to easily be able to just transfer stuff is just man it's just so smooth and clean um But I will say this, um, Windows in a corporate environment is a lot less frustrating than Apple. Like, Apple annoyed me a lot, you know, working in corporate environments because they simplified so many things and it's great for a user um it's great like using it but like from an it perspective to do certain things this like windows like you can do it you like you can go as deep as and get as specific as you need to um depending on what you're trying to do but like apple just makes stuff so simple to 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 where it's like it makes it more complicated to do certain things because they've simplified it too much so it's, it's funny, man. Um, how how it how it works, man. Um, blockchain technology is moving quick. Wouldn't it be nice to see these dogs move in a direction where, as the the bounce files out, um, they become NFTs on the blockchain. That would be dope. I I could see something like that happening in some way, shape, or form. Um, seems like subscription-based software is the future. Yeah, man, I mean, you know, I was actually just reading a a business book and it it talked about um, it talked about, you know, successful business models and structures and things like that. And and customer ascension and, um, you know, subscription or like reoccurring payments is like one of those things. Having that element in your business is smart from a business perspective um you know you you can take a a customer on a journey um you know the price may start low and then you know you can have different more expensive things as they go through the journey and then you you can also have this you know this um this constant flow of, of revenue um so you know i mean it makes sense from a business perspective to have some type of subscription model um in your business um but i feel like you also there's like a line between (laughs) having a subscription model in your business and like screwing over your customers who actually pay you (laughs) like it's like you can't just throw something out there because it's you know this is good for business and then the same people who you expect to pay you feel like you don't care anything about them um and that's when your business stops (laughs) working because the people that you're supposed to be in business for don't respect you anymore because you're not looking out for them um and people see straight through that like people saw straight through that when when waves pulled what what they did um they was just like oh no like there's no way in the world you got insight from the actual community before making this decision like you know like bring bring a few of you know bring like a bring a a like a sample of your affiliate community and you know bring them all on a on a zoom call and and pick their brains because we as we as leaders in the community and and voices and influencers and things like that like we have insight because we talk to each other every day, like we're on Instagram chopping up, we're on here on YouTube right now chopping it up. So we have insight, and we're like we're creators too, like we're producers, we're engineers. So we have a different perspective than just a business owner, um, because every every like you know uh, production software, plug-in software company, like everyone on the executive board or on the executive team or like decision-making team, everyone isn't creative. Um, everyone isn't in the community right like they're just running a business and sometimes business decisions don't add up with like realistic like practical things that we deal with on a day-to-day um so like i think i think it's wise for these companies to like you know draw a sample or you know figure out a way to get um the people you partner with, the the influencers, the the people who know, who are like in the trenches, who know what's going on, get them in some of these calls before you start making decisions, because you're making decisions without insights from the from your your customers, and then that's when things go wrong, and you see what what we've seen this this past week. So I think that's just a smart way to move. Like like I don't I don't want to. I never want to create anything or sell anything to you guys is like just doesn't serve you it doesn't make sense um and there's been some things was like like yo like there's no value they don't see value in it so why make it why create it um so i think a lot of companies would would do a lot better if they did that just that small step um so yeah let's see um do you think do you think funk and do you think do you like funk and do you think it will be a needed genre in the sync licensing industry is that like is that a different genre like spelled like that or are you talking about like F-U-N-K I only know the F-U-N-K funk I don't know what this new joint is um I I gotta do if that's something new I gotta do my research If you're a producer and you want to get your music placed in TV and film, but you just don't know where to start, the Road to 10 placements is where you start. This is the ultimate blueprint to landing your first 10 TV placements, and it's the exact blueprint I use to get started in sync without having any connections or without having any placements. This course is going to teach you how to produce, prepare, and pitch placement-ready music for TV. This course has helped producers all over the world get placements on networks such as MTV, NBC, VH1, NBA Network, Hulu, Netflix and a bunch of others. Listen, it took me 7 years to get to my first TV placement, but this course has helped producers see TV placements in as little as 6 months, which is insane. So this course can help you go from zero placements to TV placements fast. Enrollment is now open, so go to roadtotenplacements.com. That's road to the number 10 placements.com. Make sure you use the discount code podcast20 to take 20% off at roadtotenplacements.com. Go Enroll today. But yeah, man, that to have that insight would be super valuable. And then you know, like people don't feel like they're not being heard because they have representatives from their actual community speaking on their behalf and saying, yo, this is what I'm seeing. Like these are the trends that we're seeing, you know, in, in our community um, of creators and producers and engineers. You know, this is what a lot of people are saying they don't like. This is what a lot of people are saying they do like, um, and I think when you when you kind of build that connection, um, you know, things work better, man. <clears throat> that's just that. That's that stank funk. Yeah, man. They, you know, like again, anything that that has trended to some extent um, will be requested and, and like at some point in in sync. Like when Bruno Mars came out with uh uh which shoot did you uh what was it I, I forgot forgot the name of the song y'all know what i'm talking about it was a freaking smash um was it 4k 4k magic was that the title of it something like that 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 was getting requested like styles like that um uh, was getting requested at some point in time and sync so like you know anything that's just like super hot right now um even on the charts it usually comes around in sync as well Um, because people people are like placing that song in a bunch of things and they just can't afford to to license it so if they get alternatives from like indie musicians they can get it for cheaper um while still being able to pay an indie musician which like an indie musician is like yo oh you gonna give me like four or five figures for this bet whereas like you know a uh, major label is like laughing at you like nah like our our floor is like way more than what your max budget is so um 24k magic that's what, what i say 4k magic terrible i'm thinking about these these cameras um <clears throat> so yeah <clears throat> yeah so that yeah that stuff it gets used man um it definitely gets used and, re- and requested So, okay, here we go. We got some insight. Funk, the funk spelled P-H-O-N-K, the genre which is often used in videos with drifting cars, basically cowbell melodies and heavy distorted 808s. No, like now I wanna like, now I wanna see what this is. Let's, um. no, I can't do that. I would do it on it. If this wasn't a podcast recording, I would like pull it up on um, I would pull it up on on like YouTube, but we have to be able to <laughs> we have to be able to use this recording for the podcast. But um, I'm going to check that out. That sounds interesting. Melodic cowbells, cowbell melodies. That sounds super interesting. I probably heard it like, you know, some things like you heard, but you just never knew like the official title of it or name of it. It's probably one of those things. Um, oh, Vex Vex gave us some insight too. It's a subgenre hybrid hip-hop and trap blend. Pretty popular at the moment, but only if you listen to it. If not, you're not missing anything, but funk is trying to be more into the mainstream. Okay, that's dope. Um, um, I've heard of the spelling, but never the genre. That's interesting. Yeah, now I'm interested now. I'm going to check it out um yeah so yeah let me know what other questions you guys have um you know production sync music biz wise whatever but um yeah man it's definitely been been eventful um but yeah man there's some people out there i mean they still feel like waves you know they they could they could do more specifically with this with that, that update plan um, so we'll see we'll see I know they're going through all these videos and emails and stuff um, I listen to funk I get to a point that there isn't much change to the style of funk there's enough funk channels at YouTube to check it out steps to getting rights to music man you don't have to talk to an attorney or something or a um, or a publisher um i think the i think the first step this is what i would do this is go, this is gonna be the easiest way if you're trying to get rights to something um you, you can hit up like an entertainment attorney or you can hit up um like a company that deals with clearances which i had one on the podcast uh was that last year um dmg music clearances or D- dmg clearances uh so I would hit a a company like that, where it's like, that's all they do. They specialize in it. They're great at it. They've cleared a lot of big records. Um, That's what I would do. And then they could, they can let you know, like, if it's something you can even get rights to, depending on what you're trying to do with it, Um, you know, whether it's a sample or cover or whatever. That's probably the step that I would take. Um, But I don't, I don't deal with that a lot because i'm usually just making original stuff for sync um so yeah how is the sync game for vocalists and or vocal arrangers i think i mean i think it's cool if i mean if you create the full song because just being just being a vocalist or just being a vocal arranger like that that could get you placements but it has to be a final product like you can't just have um <clears throat> well i don't want to say that i don't want to say you can't just have like just vocals because somebody may request like an acapella song so in that case you win but um i think you know m- turning them into full songs full production and things like that um is helpful and then the fact that you're an arranger and a vocalist and then if you can perform those songs to make them sound great then boom it's like a one-stop shop like you know you would rather work with someone who can cut and arrange and sing like their own vocals versus someone who can only write like lyrics and but they 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 can't sing (laughs) so now you gotta you got the lyrics but now you gotta find somebody to sing and then the singer if the singer's not a good vocal arranger now you gotta find somebody to arrange the vocals so kind of being a one-stop shop is beneficial in my opinion um and that's usually like the writers that that i've done stuff with like they're they, i mean they they can sing uh they can write they can record they can arrange um and it's just a boom one-stop shop and it just makes it makes things go a lot smoother um you know as far as like splits and all that stuff have you ever experienced a delay past nine months in your cue sheets populating with your pro? Absolutely. Um, uh, what was it? Was it married married with married to medicine? I think took a minute. Man, it was like it was a minute before I seen Q um, sheets come in for that. Um, so yeah, I have experienced that before, and it does happen because like if the the production company who did the show or whatever like just drags their feet with sending that stuff in. Um, It could be a minute, so it it can happen. And it's it's probably stuff that like, I don't even know. That's probably like mad late, you know what I mean? Um, I have a seven track playlist in disco. Should I remove a track when I create something new or keep adding to that playlist to 15 plus tracks? If you're just like pitching, if this is like a playlist just to pitch, like I I keep it short, like five tracks Um, and then as those tracks get signed by companies, then I'll rotate and add new tracks in. Uh, that's that's how I would do it versus send, sending them like 15 plus tracks, like for the first submission, it could be overwhelming, you know, send a few. And then if they like those, they'll ask for more or they'll sign those and then you can give them more. Uh, but that's usually how, how I start. And then just keep those, keep those other ones in the chamber. Excuse me, so you'll have them when they ask. Um, Is it best to make full songs for music supervisor instead of sending instrumentals? I think so. I think music supervisors love full songs, personally. Um, My my placement, first placement with an actual music supervisor, like directly to supervisor, was a full song. So I I think they, they definitely love those. But make sure you also send them the instrumentals with the full songs so that they have that as well. So yeah, A Major Keys, what's up? Welcome to the stream. Um, yo, there definitely must've been an update because now the text on this is really, really small. Um, Drift Funk, all these names. let's see what other questions do we have i discovered the music for film and tv hustle like 10 years ago um to this day the genre still is a separate entity yeah man it's like it's it's in its own lane for real you know and it's um it's it's cool and it honestly man the the community is is rather small like it's not it's not massive um you know people everybody like kind of know who's in who works in in the whole sync space um so it's it's dope and i mean honestly it's, it's like it's kind of its own thing in regards to music because it's really the tv and film industry it's not necessarily the music industry it's like it's tv and film so we're like catering to the tv and film side of things versus like the music industry side of things the the major labels and um you know that that whole that whole process of you know creating music um for artists and um and things like that so that's why it seems like it's kind of in its own little pocket because it's honestly in a completely separate in industry um you know but some like a lot it it crosses over like you know the the music that's made on the music industry side of things, crosses over into TV and film because TV and film needs music. So it's like, well, they already create music. Like, let's use the music that's, that's being created from the music industry. So, you know, it crosses over. But, you know, indie, indie independent music makes up the majority of all the music that you hear um, on TV and film, which is, which is interesting. Because um, a lot of people think like, oh, like, you know, I have to have a major deal and major connections and stuff like that. Um, but you don't you can be an independent that nobody knows and just make great music and it can get placed in tv shows and films and commercials and all that stuff so great opportunity shout out to the producer whisperer what's up bro hope all is well um so yeah i love it though um Every, everybody i've run into on, on like the, the tv film side which has been dope dope people um so i like it they a lot of they like they don't take themselves too serious <coughs> um let's see jerome what's up we got time for we got time for like a couple more questions be on here for a few more minutes um, as an upcoming producer would you say you should make the beat for yourself first to enjoy before making adjustments for um whoever's looking to use it um if you're that depends like i mean i think it always starts for yourself right i mean because <laughs> going back i'm gonna start thinking about beats i made when i first started oh my gosh um but I mean, it was just me just playing, like, just having fun and learning at the same time. Then when you're ready to cross over and do this professionally, you have to start thinking about the client that you're serving. If you want to actually do it professionally and give value to the people who actually need it. Um, and, you know, that being selfish and just wanting to create what you It is like a thin line because, you know, you can create what you want to create as long as it's in the guidelines of what the client needs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not in here, create music. I'm like, I don't want to do this This is stupid. Like, this isn't what I would do. No, like I'm going to do what I would do. I'm going to I'm going to create how I interpret the instructions that I receive from the publisher or from, you know, whoever the client is. Um, and I'm just going to I'm going to do it my way. So, like, if you're asking for triumphant music that's talking about victory or winning or something like that, I'm going to do that and I'm just going to do it how I would do it. Um, So that would be my recommendation. Like, yeah, like, you know, you have to, you know, make music that you like um, or that you feel is is good. Um, you also on a professional level have to give people what they're asking for or you just gonna be in you gonna be in your studio by yourself broke. but <laughs> Not broke because I mean you can have a career but you just won't be doing music professionally if you don't learn how to serve other people. Um so that's what I would say on that. Yes indeed happy Wednesday Kim Durr has made it to the building. What's up Kim? Kim came like the last one minute of the <laughs> podcast what's good kim um this week we did a different time though so um you know we we've been all over the place um kids strange does your course include a contact list of supervisors um do i have some supervisors in there i think some music supervision companies and then libraries and the reason why i gave you mostly libraries and music supervision companies is because um especially if you're just starting out, those are easier to get into and I think it's a great place to start so you can start to see what the process looks like um and and you know what they're asking for because the briefs that you're getting from the publishers like those are the briefs that supervisors are sending them versus like going straight to the supervisor and you like you've never done it before you may do something crazy and they like what you don't you don't know what's going <laughs> you don't know what you're doing like And then you may mess up a relationship you don't want to do that um so yeah but it's like over 100 companies you can start reaching out to and researching um if you enroll in the road to 10 placements course and that's the only way you that you can get that directory um is by enrolling so if you want to enroll in the road to 10 placements course click the link in the description or go to road to 10 placements the number 10 road to the number 10 placements.com and then you can enroll um so yeah and that's my that's my whole blueprint man it's everything i did to you know really get the ball moving and you know start getting tv placements as a producer um so i kind of give you everything you need to do to do the same thing um so yeah jl mixed it checking in what's good um won't be able to make it uh, to live music review show later on someone make sure the newbies are prepped for flares oh michael won't be in here to give the disclaimer so we're gonna have to yeah we'll figure out we'll figure out a way to disclaim the the people from from flair so yeah if you guys aren't doing anything tonight at 9 p.m eastern make sure you come back for the live music reviews here on youtube um and we're gonna see if your music is ready for tv and film we usually have a good time there's a lot of jokes um and you know interesting things that happen during those shows so don't miss it um but yeah that's it better late than exactly hey you made it that's that's the point you made it um so yeah uh yep we got it we'll make sure somebody ties patty down because we know she gonna run um so yeah i think we got i think we have a dedicated patty tie downer in the in the stream when we do the music reviews um so yeah but that's it man i am out shout out to everybody that was in this joint we'll be back later tonight at 9 p.m eastern if you haven't already please be sure to like share and subscribe and if you want some special extra sauce behind the scenes videos and things like that um then consider becoming a A member of this channel and join team dope or team super dope whichever one you want there's two different levels you can join at. so the link to that stuff is in the description as well um but that's it man i'm out i'll catch you on the next one peace thank you for listening to the music is my business podcast if you haven't already subscribed be sure to do so now so you can know every time i drop a new episode If you found the information helpful, please be sure to rate and review the podcast so we can get this dope info out to more music entrepreneurs like you. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, if you want to learn more about how to get your music placed in TV and film, visit clintproductions.com today to download my free six step guide to TV placements. These are the steps I took to land my first 10 TV placements in a little over a year. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you on the next one.